0: Episode 306, The Rant, Andrew Ayodeji putting Bolden Mac on his back and Long Island on the map. Andrew is always on the move. We catch him today in Wyandanch to discuss his early life in Amityville, his love of Long Island, his playing days in high school and in college, to building the best tournament out here. Harlem got Rucker, Uptown got Dykeman, Brooklyn got Gersh, Queens got Lincoln, Long Island got the Mac. all that and more. My conversation with Andrew, now. The Rant has been brought to you by Geo Studios, now open. They are located one block south of Westbury Train Station in the heart of Long Island, New York. Looking to bring your art or event to life? Trying to record a podcast? Enjoy six rooms of studio space to create audio and visual content. It also includes an 800-square-foot cyclorama wall studio, a state-of-the-art recording studio, three breakout rooms for four to six people each, which include a green room and lounges, A quality surround sound with six speakers and studio lighting. And most importantly, two on-site restrooms. You know, I need my restrooms. Book your space today. For more information, find us at geoevents.com. The Rant has been brought to you by The Irrefutable Magazine. Co-editor in design Kevin Sparrick and co-editor at large Ralph Fernolis decided to combine both of their talents in writing and illustrations to bring to you a new online experience from an official's perspective. They both ref, but it's deeper than officiating. They create art for all time. Do you think your brand would be a good fit for The Irrefutable Magazine audience? Want to advertise with us? Visit us at theirrefutable.com slash sponsors for more information. We are the Irrefutable. Welcome to another edition of The Rant. I'm your host, Ralph the Ref. I'm with a super special guest live at a free clinic at the Wine Dance Youth Center. Uh, Bolden Mac's very own. Suffolk County's very own. Amity's, Amityville's very own. Somebody that I respect deeply who's uh, completely ensconced in his community, Mr. Andrew Ayodishi How are you, man? I'm good, man. I appreciate you having me, man. appreciate you always showing love. Yeah, man. And listen, I, I want to apologize for any type of
1: noise. It kind of gives it a good flavor that everyone's doing their thing. So just talk about this free clinic that's happening right now. Yeah, this is a free clinic we're putting on with the Town of Babylon, the Family Life Center here in uh for the kids for the winter recess, man. We got Jerry Powell. He, uh Led the the clinic today He had to leave Because one of his One of his co-workers Got sick So he had to cover his space But he's down here With us all week We got Coach Agostino Coming in during the week To speak to the kids More so on the Character education tip We got the Long Island Nets Coming through to give some giveaways At the end of the week um, Show the kids some love Shirts uh, water bottles, towels, T-shirts, all of that. So we just really trying to give back, man, show the community some love, show the kids some love, man, get them that proper processing.
0: Yeah, listen, I was going to say, just outside looking in, I know we met a time or two before, and we have been in touch. Basically during the the last part of this pandemic when, you know, basketball at that time was not really open, and now it's kind of open. Yeah. So how much has things changed from when they announced when Governor Cuomo said that high-risk sports mm.
1: is is moving on and, and we're going to be able to play. Did that change the way, what you were doing day-to-day? No, nah, not really changing what I did day-to-day because more so Bo Mac Park is like a summer thing, but it more so changed what we do to kind of gear towards the athletes, kind of like, you know what I'm saying? you seen what we was doing with Jordan last time yep. with the magazine, but... Uh-huh. We got different showcases. We be having like the three on threes and stuff now, so that kind of opened up the gate for that. So we gonna st- we gonna start hitting them with little things coming coming up. Does, the, does that also give you a little bit more confidence that Bolden Mac will happen this year? Yeah, definitely. I've been in um close. I've been in close contact with like the town people when they was telling me it, sh- it shouldn't be a problem. So know what I'm saying, it's, yeah. it's it's a situation. this summer we we gonna be back. This guy's political game is crazy, <laughs>
0: and I'm only saying that because I completely understand where you're coming from, but. Yo, let's, let's talk about just this whole pandemic, man. You know, I think anybody in Suffolk County, you as you said, Gersh, Brooklyn got Gersh, mm-hmm.
1: right? Lincoln, Lincoln's Queens. Brooklyn got Gersh, Queens got Lincoln, Harlem got Rucker, Uptown got Dykeman, Long Island got the MAC.
0: That's what it is. Right. And Long Island didn't have the MAC. Yeah, we did This This summer. We um, didn't. Going back to that time in March, first of all, I want to know, how's your family holding up during this whole time? How are you holding up? And Going back in March, when was the moment that you took all of this coronavirus stuff real serious?
1: You know, in our communities right here, in in, in Amityville and Wine Dance, we lost a lot of people ASAP. A lot of older people, a lot of influential people, a lot of uh, spiritual leaders in the community. So, you know, it hit us hard ASAP. We lost a lot of people. So, you know, I really wanted to stay out the way. I wanted to stay out the way. I was trying to just quarantine and be as safe as you know possible. You know what I'm saying? Just still taking my Seamoss and Elderberry. They say you can't attack a, a healthy immune system. So mm. I just try to be proactive with a lot of that stuff. Mm. Yeah.
0: Now, going back to the summer, you knew you knew what time it was, like in May, that you weren't going to have yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: definitely, definitely. So did
0: you basically just set your sights on what was going to happen summer 2021?
1: definitely started planning ahead, but I just started branding a little bit more to keep the brand active. I started selling a lot more clothes. Um, I started doing, like, online interviews. God bless the dead, JoJo uh, Wright from Uniondale. We had him on the online thing. So we was just, you know, keeping the brand active, doing what we could through the pandemic. You know what I'm saying? Just mm. putting out old clips, uh, doing interviews with kids, just, just uh, selling sweatsuits, selling T-shirts, hats. Merchandising is just branding, you know, branding the brand.
0: Do you think... The pandemic has been advantageous or disadvantageous for you. And I'm only saying that because even though. The event didn't happen per se, mm-hmm. I felt like the brand awareness, you wouldn't have had that time to be able to do all those things.
1: Exactly. Um, you know, it was it, when you, if you look at it from, you know, the tournament point of view was disadvantageous because we didn't do the tournament, but as far as branding now, we got a, a, a flagship location that came out of that branding. Um, we got a, a magazine that's coming out of that branding. We got a podcast that's coming out of that branding. So, you know, just taking advantage of that idle time not being able to be actually on the court we was in the office just grinding coming up with new ideas you know and I'm saying just staying in contact with the people throughout this whole thing so Bo the Mac Park never left their mind so when May come and June come and it's welcome to the Mac they know what time it is
0: yeah I was going to say the, I think the brand reinforcement got even stronger yeah. by doing that I just yeah. know that Probably you feel the same way about Referee Ran. It's like everywhere Definitely. when it comes to the internet.
1: When did you catch wind of Referee Ran? I caught wind of Referee Ran kind of early. I caught uh, wind of Referee Ran, I say, I think I did Trina. Trina uh, Plummer, the referee okay. Okay. from North Babylon. I think I caught wind of it around that time.
0: Yeah. I know, and
1: I've been tapped in ever since. Appreciate that. Yeah. Now, during this whole time of pause, when you were doing the
0: brand reinforcement, doing clinics like this, what do you think you learned about yourself during this whole time of the pandemic?
1: Mm, I learned that uh, a lot of weaknesses, not even weaknesses, things that I just wasn't comfortable doing, typing. PowerPoint presentations, different things like that. Asian people type things. Yeah, yeah. I kind of um, honed in on that. And I'm saying kind of the, the 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 foundational work, I honed in on that type of stuff and made that kind of my strength now. So when I'm pulling up, I got my stuff. I could just, you know, th- these are my logos. This is my PowerPoint presentations. These are my programs that I'm presenting. So, you know, it's just the machine is moving. Mm, I like that. Yeah. Now,
0: you're, you're so deeply entrenched in Suffolk County, specifically in Amityville, which is kind of weird because... Like Massapequa, Farmingdale, Amityville, its kind of blurs between Nassau, Nassau and Suffolk County, yeah. which is basically the, the central point yes. of Long Island. I want to give you the opportunity to talk about you know, where you grew up, what did you play growing up, what did you play in middle school, high school, and in college?
1: Yeah, I grew up in Amityville, I grew up in North Amityville, basically Boulder Mac Park my whole life, the park that we doing this now, I grew up there my whole life. Um, I played football growing up, and I played basketball growing up, but, you know, as high school went on, I got better at basketball. I had the opportunity to receive a scholarship, so basketball was my my thing.
0: Now, going back to high school, just talk about your experience playing on the team.
1: Um, It was a good experience because I I had the opportunity to play for a real good uh, high school basketball program. I played for Amityville, so... um, you know, we was a program around the time when, when I was playing. They still a good, you know, a good program. But they was at, when I came in, they was like at the height of they winning. It started dwindling down, you know, as I came. So, you know, I came into uh, a process situation. You know what I'm saying? Like Coach Agostino had us since we was in, you know, St. Martin's. That's like fifth grade, sixth grade, middle school, Mr. Isabel. High school, you know you're going to him. So it was like a whole farm system out here. You know what I'm saying? So it was a real good experience playing high school basketball out here. And the community was involved. It was like, you know, if you if you was a basketball player from the community, like everybody kind of knew who you was. You know what I'm mm. saying? It was, a, it was a thing to be an Amityville basketball player. Talk about that experience at Boulder Mark when you were a kid. What um, did it mean to you when you were a kid? Um, it meant a lot to me. Um, it was a guy named Sweets. God bless the dead. He passed away. He was a guy in a wheelchair. He he basically ran tournaments and ran leagues for us growing up in that park. And I'm saying ran high school preseason tournaments for us growing up. So I, that's that's why I first seen it. At. That's why I seen it, 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 it could happen. And I always felt, you know, um, our park. As a felt, ball hits, <laughs> hits me in the head. Yeah, I always felt that our park was, you know, one of those parks that, you know, you that that made noise. It, it was good ball players that came from there. Like like AJ Price was from my town, Mike James was from my town, Jason Fraser was from my town, Tristan Smith was from my town. If you take it back, you got uh, Shelton Jones that was from my town. And it was a slew of ball players that was under them. Those was just the notable names that we know. know what I'm saying there was a lot of people that wasn't even on the team that was probably a lot better than people that was starting. So, just coming up in that environment very competitive, especially with basketball, you know, made that much of a difference too.
0: Yeah. Listen, I'll say that I personally also am a defender of Long Island basketball because I, I do a lot of my refing when it's normal times in the city. Right. And we always get a bad rap, right? Like yeah. even yeah. even when back in the day, like if you go to the city, you meet somebody, you're like, Yeah, right. I live in Freeport. They're yeah. like, mm-hmm. I don't even know where that is. I, yeah. I don't feel
1: like want to go there. Why do you think we get a bad rap, Long Island? Because you know, when people think about Long Island, the notable things from Long Island is like East Hampton. They think of the lighthouse. When they think of Amityville, they think of the horror house. You know, it's just other things that are more notable than what we really got going on out here on the athletic uh, tip. But they need to look at it because you got Danny Green that's in the NBA right now. He was just an NBA champ. You got Tobias Harris in the NBA right now. He was, you know, doing his thing for years. Then. On a, on a higher level, in any type of genre you want to argue with somebody, somebody from Long Island is always valid. If you want to say my favorite rapper, Long Island, you can say Rakim. If you want to say my favorite basketball player, Dr. J, Roosevelt, you can say, you know what I'm saying, Long Island. If you want to say my favorite football player, Jim Brown, he's, you know what I'm saying? So it's, it's it's definitely a lot of energy that that comes from out here. And, I, and I, I know what it is, you know what I'm saying? I know what it is. I know that we just got to push through. And, you know, more of us together, like-minded, like us talking and stuff like that, we're going to push through. It's just, you know, it's just never been a collective movement to really, you know, push through the way we all divided out here. You know what I'm saying? And How long have you had this
0: love of Long Island? I think that's why I gravitate towards you, because I um, feel the
1: same exact way about Long Island the way you do. Always, because I even feel, you know, more of a way just from my neighborhood, being from Amityville. I just, you know, that's the identity that I take with me. So when the Bo, Park thing was a no-brainer. When we played schools from the city, it was like we was the aggressors. We was the ones that was getting after it. So I never really, you know, I never really looked at Looked at it like that I looked at it like We was the aggressors All the time On the other end You know what I'm saying People Other people May have had They you know mis- mis- Misconceptions with it But I looked at it Like we was the aggressors Even like in this neighborhood Out here These kids is the aggressive. You just gotta get them That structure We gonna get them That structure And I guarantee you This whole thing Just gonna turn around hmm. So that's what we're doing Structure processing And communication With these kids Once they get that it's, 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 it's over Cause the athletic ability Is dead
0: When you transition Your position from Going to high school and then into college, and then you were trying to just get your athletic fix. Did you
1: end up playing in a lot of like, tournaments when you were growing up? Yeah, definitely, definitely played in a lot of tournaments. Um, Hempstead, I played a lot at. They had this thing called the Bird Bingo Tournament at Kennedy Park. I grew up playing in that. And again, Boldenack Park, they had the Sweetfield Tournament. With uh, with the guy Sweets I was telling you about He, he played in that league Um, They had leagues out here And wine dance at the Youth Center God bless the dead It was a guy named Papa D That did that Another dude I got uh, close with In high school Coach Fenton He was a Long Island Lightning guy So they had things going on Over there At Island Garden Lakeview always had a little Basketball tournament every year Out there at that little park Over between Lakeview Like Rockville Center yeah, They yeah. always had a good tournament Garden City always had Like a little good little league Out there But I was like I was older Playing with I mean I was younger playing with a lot of the older dudes like Mo Dingo and Slick and all of them. They were playing them leagues out there. We would match up with them dudes a lot. And oh, leagues. and Mo was good. Yeah, Mo, Mo, yeah, he was a good point guard. His mouth is still guard. good though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a good point guard. He was a good
0: point guard back then. I did want to ask you. So, let's say now you're winding down and then you got inspired somehow to start the Bolden Mac League. Right. Now, what planted the seed with that? I know obviously subconsciously just growing up there, seeing other people organize it. What planted the seed for you to really give back to your community at Park?
1: It was 2016, <clears throat> my homegirl Kim, she did this back to school event at Boldermack Park where she would be giving away like book bags. It was called um, Project Backpack. So I had a clothing store at that time with a few friends. You know, we was trying to rebrand the image of that. So I asked her to be a part of it, like, yo, let us, you know, get some notebooks and stuff, we give some backs and we want to do a basketball tournament as well, and I of have a friend of mine that passed away, so, you know, she agreed, we got it off, and it was a success, the first, you know, the first year was a success, so, after that, I was just thinking, like, you know, I could build on that, you know what I'm saying, I could build on that, definitely could build on that, it was nothing for me to get the teams, you know what I'm saying, to come out here, so, I just think with a little bit of fine-tuning, I could make it something, you know what I'm saying, so... Year one was 2017. You know what I'm saying? That was year one of Bolden Mac Park. I, I liked it. It was a success. It was raw, but we ain't finished. It was just a lot of unorganizational things on my end. I really didn't know what I was getting myself into. I looked at it like I was looking at it that year, just something to do. But it was a, it was a real serious business. People was, you know, complaining about refs, complaining about games starting on time, complaining about just little things that I never paid attention to that, you know, that I had to keen in on. After the first year, I sharpened up on a lot of that, making sure games start on time, making sure my uniforms is there in advance, making sure the refs is there in advance, making sure I got extra basketballs, making sure I got somebody on the stat sheet, making sure I got somebody on the clock. So, like I said, just getting that processing down, like, I can't sleep the night before these events. So mm-hmm. it would be like, you know what I'm saying?
0: So so initially, when you first started it, you didn't know it was going to be such a logistical undertaking definitely, at that point. Definitely, definitely. On top of that, let's say, hypothetically speaking, Mm-hmm. I got a park. I tell you what, my home park is Coast Neck Park. That's right. literally my backyard. Shout out to Coast
1: Neck Park, Mike Woods, man. My boy Fred Harlem. Shout out to them, man. Good people.
0: <laughs> I like how you playing Star Wars out here, trying to save me from <laughs> basketballs. But you know, I, before all that happened, let's say I'm growing up, I'm 19 years old, and I want to start a league on some on on a on a park that really means something to me. What advice would you give somebody that's just starting off and trying to do something the way you did it?
1: You just got to be passionate, man I have a will Because it's just a lot of barriers That you got to go through Getting park permits You know what I'm saying? Getting in tune with the police Because safety's the biggest thing at those type of events. You know, in basketball games, crowds come. So, and I'm saying you want to have an accordance with your local precinct so they kind of know what's going on. They can spin through. Then you got to invest in your whole your own security. So, like I said, it's a big investment and it's just a battle. So, anybody that's looking forward to, you know, starting their own basketball league like that in the community, just be in it for the long haul. That's my that's my advice. Mm. It's not going to happen right away. You just got to be in it for the long haul. Well, And just, you know, things is going to appear out of nowhere that, you know, never appeared before. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? so. Now, going back to the piece of when you're in the event, right? So let's say
0: there's this is week two. Mm-hmm. These teams are playing. These refs are reffing. There's whatever, media there. How do you feel when it's happening? Because I would imagine
1: it feels like a 500-people a, a house party, and you're not necessarily having fun. See, I'm going to keep it real with you. I kind of... I was never able to take none of that in yet, cause it's like I'm really on the ground when I'm when I'm there. Like when I'm in a park, I'm really trying to make it happen. So I never really had a chance to like, oh, this is really what's going on. Like I'm saying, I'm still in ground mode. Like I still think it's a lot of fine tuning that we gotta do. It's still a lot of processing that we got to get to where, you know, the machine is just moving. So, yeah. you know, I, I never really, you know, had a chance to look at it like that.
0: You know what? I can relate to that with uh, referee brand. So, like, every time somebody sees me, they'll congratulate me. And I'm mm-hmm. like, all I think about is how much work I got to do today. Right. You probably feel the same way, right? Right, right, right. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. It's such a, it's such a tough uh, thing to balance. Now, you know, moving forward with, like, year two, year three, when did you start feeling that you really found your footing, that you really understood what you were doing and started applying all
1: the things that you learned from year one i say year two year two right away like games are starting on time i was starting that clock so that was just really the biggest thing getting my information out there you know and i'm saying uh, early for people to take it in and just the groundwork part like i really i'm really foundationally strong now like i took those hits early just to you know build the foundational base with everything like i'm uh, in tune with the town people now Um, You know, I'm in tune with the, you know, local police department now. They support the event. I'm in tune with our local professional basketball team, the Long Island Nets now. So, you know, just building these really community relationships and catering to the community, making sure that Bowdoin Mac Park is for everybody because it's an experience from eight years old all the way up. So we got our 50 and over section. I'm saying they chilling, they eating, they drinking. We making sure they good. They front row and center watching the game. I'm saying then, you know, we got our, our, our kids' games. We got our high school games. We got, you know, the young music out there. We got the DJ going on. So it's just catering to everybody, man. It's just, you know, days where the community can look forward to coming to watch good basketball. You could watch your local high school talent put on. So it's just a good thing, man, and we just trying to keep it positive. That's what we're trying to do, just spread positive positivity across Long Island with, with, with this thing we got going on.
0: Now, from my experience doing all of these showcase type of park, in terms of a referee, I just know that you have to really bring it. So, what I wanted to ask you is that, you know, hypothetically speaking, if a referee was interested in reffing in Bolden Mac Park, what what kind of attributes do you think these referees have to possess in order for them to be qualified to do a Bolden
1: Mac game? You gotta have tough skin. You gotta have you gotta have tough skin, and also you gotta you, you can't be short tempered out there because it's. It's a lot of people being extra, and it's a lot going on with the crowd, so I I don't want my referees to get caught up in, like, Yo, you showing me up, so I gotta show you up extra. Then that's gonna lead into some extra now, cause it just be a lot behind these games. So I want somebody that just understands what's going on. They want to keep it a clean game, keep it as fair as possible, and just get people up out of there. But also letting people get it on though, letting them get it on. But also just understanding, like yo, I'm not trying to show you up. You don't show me up. I know you excited. I know you getting caught up in the motion of the game. But let's slow down. Let's be respectful to each other. You know what I'm saying somebody that that understands that got that compassion and empathy.
0: Now, did you know that year one that you needed something like that or no? You were definitely
1: because year one was like the craziest year as far as crowd wise, as far as crowd wise. Year one was like the craziest year. So I knew that, you know, I just couldn't have anybody in there. Like the rest was like scared leaving the park sometimes. So it was just like I would have to stay there. One time the lights went out and they're like, I'm saying that was another thing. Getting in tune with the town Which was important Like we'll be in the middle Of the game The lights will go out yeah, you, th-
0: you thought that they Were going to give you Some give Yeah, yeah the it game was going To end at 10 yeah, nah. The game at 10 yeah. The lights are automatic It's, it's
1: over So <laughs> it was no give At all with none right. of that So um, you know Just building them Relationships You know what I'm saying Building those relationships And um, back to what you said About the ref I'm sorry Yeah just like I said Year one I was aware About that I was aware of that Because the crowd was crazy And it's just always a, a hostile environment there They definitely you know Engaged to the basketball Especially with my team playing. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Going back to the catering to the community portion of it, mm-hmm.
0: just being able to be connected with the, the local precinct, the security, all of those different things, how did you go about, you know, building a real relationship with them? Because, you know, this is something that is brand new. They have no idea logistically. They're probably thinking like, Well, who are you? I don't I don't know what your stats are. Mm-hmm and you know you talk a big game how did you
1: build up that rapport to be able to be affiliated with the precinct to be affiliated with the long island nets just like i said giving them my stats there's not really talking about it like it's a proven fact that boulder Mac park decreased crime in the first precinct area is 85 percent. the precinct will you know tell you that know what i'm saying so just really running with that. and I'm saying? Really pushing that agenda. And like I said, just really catering to the community. It's not really about me. It's bigger than me. Like I said, I'm putting this on for the kids. I'm putting this on even for the older people in my community. So... It's something for everybody, and I think people just see that I, I, I'm truly, genuinely, uh, truly genuine about what I'm doing, so they really support it, and they actually seeing the give of it. Like they see that, you know, they doing a free clinic. I'm doing a free clinic for kids all week. Too. When, yeah, all week. When a recess, when they don't really got nothing to do. It's bad enough. It's the pandemic. They really don't got nothing to do. But they home from school, so them tablets don't got to be on. Everybody home is nothing to do. So. You get ahead And you get tapped in With some of the best trainers On Long Island I got Jerry Powell That came down here Burt Arthur Dalik Mingo I got Coach Agostino Coming to speak to him uh, I, I, I'm surrounding them By great, So it's like No excuse when they leave here You feel me They they understand that It's possible mm.
0: Now I, I wanted to ask this personally for speaking because I think at the beginning of referee ramp, you know, there's one thing to run it mm-hmm. and be behind the scenes, but then there's another thing to be the front face of it. Right. And you probably have the same feeling towards it because as much as you want to be behind the scenes yeah. of you doing the real brunt work of things, mm-hmm. at the same time you're very front facing with right. that. Were you always comfortable in that
1: front facing part of it? Again, like it just like I said, like I never really looked at it like I was front facing this. So I was just pushing the agenda I'm pushing so hard I'm not even knowing that like that. that's what's going on I never looked at it like that it was just me like for, like I said year one just doing the tournament then seeing that you know people wasn't really respecting the the, the whole business of it like, like I thought that they would. And that motivated me to kind of like push even more. So I never looked at it like I was the face. I always looked at it like, yo, I gotta get it right. I gotta right. get it right. I gotta make sure it look good. I never looked at it like I'm saying I was the face of anything like that. I wanna give
0: you the opportunity to talk about any mentors that you had that helped you along the way in terms of playing basketball, getting you to the point that you can run Bolden Mac Park smoothly and also Mm. just doing a clinic like this. I mean, this takes a lot of the infrastructure of getting a place, getting people to guest speak, getting trainers to come out here and really represent for you.
1: Definitely, definitely. A lot of people, you know, I built with growing up and stuff. I had some uh, influential positive role models, but Lately, I just really been building with my partner Danny Lloyd. Like we in the war room every day. He's sharpening my, you know, skills, and you know, just building with him been very helpful. Like know what I'm saying, building my confidence, letting me know, like yo, listen, man, it's bigger than what you think. Know what I'm saying, like you gotta sharpen up on this. You gotta get better than this. We gotta do this. This is what we gotta do. So, you know, just really building with him and um, the relationship I got with him just been extremely, extremely helpful. So. You know that that that's been been valuable as of lately. Uh, when I went to Tennessee playing at Cumberland University, Coach Thompson was a real disciplinarian. He got on my back as soon as I walked in the door, so he was good. I still got a good relationship with him to this day. Uh, my assistant coach down there in uh, Tennessee, Coach Penny Brian Collins, he down at Tennessee State right now. He the head coach. Um, he was definitely good money. Another dude that spoke a lot of positivity into me. My high school coach, Coach Agostino, I still speak to him almost every other day. You know what I'm saying? He good people. Jerry Powell, good people. I speak to him a lot. He give me a lot of insight on the basketball in and out here and just really dealing with people. He's somebody that's been in the basketball business for over 20 years, so he just kind of like giving me the ropes. What can I expect? You know what I'm saying? What to do in certain situations and stuff like that, so... I, I, I've been blessed to be around some good people. Now, speaking of the blessing, the fact that we're able to,
0: at least I know that I'll be refing this summer, it's a blessing for me because I'm going to tell you, having three games in, bro, I'm super rusty. I just mm. haven't been on the court. I haven't even thought right. about it. And also, you know, Cuomo just hit us like, yeah, we're going to start next week. Fact. So it's like
1: damn so all right, all right let that's me, let why me. that's why they say like if you gotta stay ready you gotta get ready yeah yeah Word. well I'm, i wasn't ready so <laughs> <He> wasn't ready? <laughs> yeah matter of
0: fact I, I was thinking about when i was going up the court i'm like i ain't trying to pop my achilles so let me let, let me, me take it easy a bit. but you know I, i'm starting to feel motivated now summer 2021 it's gonna be a big one for you because Definitely. And we'll talk about the store in a second but what can we come to expect at bolden mac park summer 2021
1: There's some things, there's some things working, man. I don't want to speak on those, but you could just expect a lot of excitement, man. Um. High level basketball, um, high level high school basketball, high level pro am basketball. We're gonna have the skills and drills out there in the morning time like this for the kids. So it's gonna be a good thing, man. You can expect just excitement, man. Long island got the Mac, it's back. Like mm. we had. Like, mm. Yeah, I, I want Ralph the ref to ref it or do the media. Is nah, that possible? That, absolutely. Right, cool. Absolutely, man. <laughs>
0: absolutely. Because I keep going out to, to the city, I'm like, yo, I wanna stay home, man. Nah,
1: man, see, and that's the and and, and that's the beauty of this whole Bodemac thing, man. When you walk in that park, the vibes. And I and I and I don't want to keep referring to like, you know, the city. It's like the city and stuff like that cuz that's not what I'm doing, but the vibes in there is amazing, man. You're going to smell good food, you're going to see pretty ladies, you're going to see elite high school basketball, you're going to see elite pro and basketball. It's just a good environment, man. You're going to be around a lot of love in there.
0: Yeah, you know, I was even thinking to drive up here just thinking, wow, it's it's almost March mm-hmm. and we talk about April, May, June, boom, right there. We in the summer, so even though it's cold today and it's going to snow tomorrow, you know, we're taping this on, what is it, February 9th, 17th today? hmm Is it 17th? 17th, yeah. Yeah, Michael Jordan's birthday. Shout-out to Michael Jordan. Shout-out to Mike, man. Yeah. Shout-out to GOAT. But I did want to ask you, too, dude, every time I see this guy's story, I'm like— Wow, the construction's going there. I want to know who these contractors are, but it's looking really nice. So congratulations to you on your flagship store at Bolden Mac. Thank you. Just talk about the when, when you when you first planted the seed of having a store mm-hmm. and then just going about finding a property and then where it is now. The and I store. see you got the NBA Jam Tournament Edition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's going to be in there,
1: man. It's, it's the, 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 the flagship, man, it came about just branding, man. Like I started selling sweatsuits. I was buying 25 sweatsuits in a in in packs. I was going through them in like a day. So I go from 25 sweatsuits to like 75 sweatsuits. They gone in like two, three days. So everybody's buying sweatsuits. Everybody's going crazy for sweatsuits. I'm going from Amityville Village back to North Amityville. I'm going to Nashville. I'm going to wine dance. I'm going out east. So I went to Oswego Park, set up shop. They want shorts, they want hoodies. So it was just at a high demand. And um, a friend of mine was in the uh, IDA. That's the uh, industrial development agency. They, they're they're on top of like um, you know buildings and different things like that so it made sense to them what was going on with just the whole Bodemac brand as far as the park then just the story and seeing how the clothes was taking place that they wanted to you know kind of push us to get a space. You know what I'm saying? And we got a space that's in a prime location at Amityville Village right on Broadway. It's going to be good visibility. You know what I'm saying? Good social currency for the brand. You know what I'm saying? People going to see it every single day. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's a flagship location so the Bodemac brand is going to be highlighting in there. I'm going to be dropping new colors every other week. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be having raffles, giveaways. We're going to be doing free haircuts. We're going to have food and stuff out there. I'm in close contact with the mayor over there, Dennis Siri. So he's a good guy. He's supporting up, su- supporting all of the initiatives. But we just working, man. We really trying to just get in them schools, man. Get in the schools and really get the kids young so they can get that processing. That's going to be home base for the podcast, too? I wouldn't say that. Like, some of them, some of them going to be there. But I, I, I want my podcast to kind of be like, you know, floating a little bit. Know what I'm saying? I want it to be be different spots because I want I want whoever I'm interviewing, I want it to be their vibe over that way. Like, I want them to get a little bit of them when Word. we have the interview. So, yeah, I want I'd be honored you you interview me. Nah, definitely. Th- Yo, Ralph, <laughs> listen, man. It's all in the plans, man. What you doing out here is major, man. You you kicked in doors just like, like everybody else. This podcast is major, man. You have some heavy hitters on there and it's, it's it's shining light on Long Island. So I think that's just the biggest thing about it. Know what I'm saying? It's yeah. shining light on Long Island. Bro. Yeah.
0: Definitely united in that front. But after everything you said, what do you think of the attributes? What do you think it took to get to where you are at this moment in time as the head
1: honcho of Bolden Mac Park? Sacrifice. The, the, the love that I got from that park is just really the love that I got from my community. It was just growing up, that was just like home base. And I'm saying, regardless of what you got going on in the, in the town, you might have a problem with this person over this way. But when you get there, that's home base. There's nothing, nothing going on that way. And I won't say that as. That's happening because of me. I just think it's just, a you know, a high level of respect that people got for the park. It was people that ran the park before me that was very honorable in the town. So just sacrifice, man, and just being humble, man, and just being grateful for the blessing to be able to do this. You know what I'm saying? I think is what really got me here. You know what I'm saying? What do you think it's going to take to get to where you want to go and ultimately where do you want to go? God's the limit right now, but just continue to sacrifice and continue to stay focused, man. Continue to plan all the way to the end. I'm saying whatever happens along the way you know and I'm saying I got to be able to hurdle that whatever it is I got to be able to hurdle that and still you know and I'm saying I have the the end picture you know and I'm saying in mind going through all of this so that's my that's my biggest thing
0: if you can describe what do you think is the most stickiest situation that you've ever had running everything
1: that you do right now opening day our uniforms are supposed to be there so I go to my address to see where they at they not there I'm talking to the people they said they're not coming now so now our first game starts at 12. This is like 9 o'clock. I had to get shirts printed for the whole tournament that day. So I'm busting my ass like it was a dude who did my shirts for me. It was a dude in, in CI. Shout out my man Zeus. I came to him like 9.30. I said, yo, bro, I need like 300 shirts, man, by like 4 o'clock. And I'm come get i like, going to have to come get some of these because my first game starting at 12. So you like yo, I can't promise you nothing, but you know, I got you. So he had he had and, and just so happily, he had a bunch of black and white shirts on deck. So I basically just made black and white shirts with the Bowden Mac, you know, logos on them. I had to give them out the first two days. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So well, that was that was a real sticky situation, right? So there.
0: so all you thought was like, I'm not gonna get uniforms the same day of the first day of the tournament. That's what you got out of that. Yeah, yeah, and that's why I'm so hard on
1: myself now to wear like May come around I'm ordering my uniforms Almost April I'm, I I, I got load it loaded Like I got load it loaded Right now Ready to go Like You know what I'm saying So Not bad I know Yeah <laughs> So uh,
0: After after that What do you think Out of everything That you've been through With Bolden Mac
1: Park What do you think Is your best moment Thus far mm, My best moment Thus far At Bolden Mac Park I got to say Was the championship Last summer Championship last summer uh, Suffolk County Elite vs. Wine Dance It was just a good vibe It was a real good Competitive game it turned out the way that I, you know, I planted. Like I said, I really didn't get a chance to enjoy it because I was running around making sure this trophy presentation is right, making sure the T-shirts is there, making sure this person is there to speak. So I really didn't get a chance to enjoy it. But once I sat back and looked at it on the gram, I'm like, all right, it came out like I wanted to look good. So all of the cameras was there, the crowd looked right, so it was good. So that was, like, my best moment of uh, Boulder Mac right now was probably the championship. After these championship games, do you feel, like, relieved or joy Or you feel like a mixture of both Definitely Definitely See year one I was upset Because we got shut down I wasn't able to do nothing Year two I was ready for it to be over Because it was like a drag We had mad rain days We had It was just a drag Know what I'm saying It just wasn't working out The way that I wanted it to work out And it felt like it wasn't get, Being over fast enough Year three, it went accordingly Like the scheduling was right, games were starting on time We ended perfect in the summertime So it was just a good finish, I was happy with it mm-hmm. I was definitely happy with it yeah.
0: So Bolden Mac means so much to you You know, you grew up Around the block from it, you've seen You've seen it down, you've seen it up You've seen be an integral part Of bringing it and giving it namesake And giving it you know, weight behind The words that you have on your
1: shirt yeah. what, what does Bolden Mac mean to you? What is it given to you in your life? I feel like, you know, Boulder Mac is just giving us, Long Island, like, an identity. You feel me? It's giving us an identity, and it's giving kids from Amityville something that they identify with, something that they proud to be a part of. You know what I'm saying? Something that's where they saying, like, Boulder from, is from Boulder Mac Park is at where I'm from. You know what I'm saying? Because all of their kids in school, they look forward to playing in it over the summertime. You know what I'm saying? They, they going on different tournaments. We want that to be, you know, what people is talking about.
0: Mm man. That's really great. Now, I just want to give you the opportunity. When is your store going to be open?
1: And oh, when can we cop some stuff, man? I see your our hat. Store, I see, I, our I, store should be open second week of March. Should be open second week of March. So we I could f- just cop some stuff right cop there. Cop some stuff. The online site going to be up. I got my peoples working on that now. So it's, it's, it's going to be good. It's cool, going to be good. Definitely. I'm looking
0: forward to the summer. Hopefully I could just be like, you know, maybe a little ref and, and then do a little interviews over there. Nah, I would love.
1: Whenever, whatever you want to do, man, the gate is open to you, man. You want to come ref, you want to come do your interviews, or whatever. I got All right, I appreciate it, man. Any final words you want to say before Um, you part ways? You know, shout out to everybody, man. Everybody stay safe out here, man. You know, everybody else that's grinding out here on this basketball chip, best of luck to everybody, you know what I'm saying? Going back to, to things opening up, the high schools that's going on right now, good luck to them. Everybody that's going to school, man, stay focused. Yeah, man. Yeah. I feel
0: I feel bad for N- Nassau County because it's the only one that don't have playoffs. Suffolk County got
1: playoffs Yeah, in yeah, the Catholic yeah. But, yeah. hey, at least they playing, right? Long Island got the Mac, man, so remember that. We're going to see what's up with that. Long Island got the Mac. Remember that. So we're going to see something, man. We're going to see something real soon. We might have something happen. So
0: Oh, man, that's that's a perfect way to end it. For Andrew Ayodeji, Bolden Mac Park, this is Ralph the Ref, and we are live and in, in,
1: Again, I'm sorry for all this this noise, but hey, at least it's basketball, right? Yeah, absolutely, man. (laughs) Ralph, thank you for having me, man. Referee rank. Appreciate Uh, it, man. Peace. Appreciate you.